0: Today on the podcast, we're talking about getting our seniors to understand nutrition and how good it is for them. And we have Meredith, our guest of honor. Mm -hmm.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: (laughs) So stick around. We'll see you on on the inside. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. Uh, Before we jump into it, I just want to say make sure you check us out on Spotify. You can find this podcast on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts and the website SeniorFitnessWithMeredith.com. Please, please check that out when you have a chance. And without further Mm -hmm. ado, we have Meredith today. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. How's everyone out there?
0: (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us today. We wanted to jump into the topic of nutrition and the importance of nutrition in our seniors. What are your thoughts on that, mm-hmm. Meredith?
1: The importance of nutrition in our seniors, I would say, is probably one of the biggest battles I've had over the years is, um, I think when I've gone into ever speaking about nutrition or putting information out there of any kind, which I'll get more into depth with, but um, I kind of thought, you know, they they know exactly what they should be eating. They They know well-rounded meals and all of that and actually come to find out no not so much
0: <laughs> which is amazing because yes <laughs> uh you know common sense would think the longer you are around the more you would understand that kind right. of thing but that is not always the case it
1: is not always the case i think it's um just a lot of being misinformed or wrong information out there or just kind of how they grew up they've taken that mentality throughout their entire lives and now even if they're on their own or if they go into communities and they're living in retirement communities or assisted living communities memory care they are given these meals that they get to choose their things from which sometimes are not the most well-rounded and healthy um so trying to give that knowledge of what they should be having uh, on a daily basis um can be challenging <laughs> the least I, to say <laughs> yeah
0: and I, I it's not just obviously it's people who, who do live in group homes or need assistance but sometimes even getting your parents I mean yes. our parents your <laughs> parents who are baby boomer generation to understand what nutrition is mm-hmm. uh, anybody who falls into that category and 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 it's I think it's everybody has experienced that and that the ideas on nutrition over time have changed on a mm, lot of things. Right. Do you have any kind of like common themes that you hear from working with seniors about what they mm. should be eating or, you know, or what they don't want to eat? Is there a common mm. types of foods or themes that you hear?
1: The um, I would say they end up always getting way more sodium in their diet than they should have because they'll eat. um a lot of soups, you know, they like soups, stews, things like that. And those are just filled with salt and sodium. And, you know, most of them know it, which is amazing. They know they're having too much salt, but not really much you can do about it. They still want to eat that food. Um, So it's that give and take. You have to say, well, we need to maybe figure out talking with dining. If you're in a community that maybe we could lessen that the salt that you're putting into these pre-made foods, or if you're out on your own living by yourself independently, then getting the lower sodium (laughs) soups and choices that they have. Um, but that's hard because now it's bland. So then I'll hear, well, Mm -hmm. now that's bland. My food has no taste. Mm -hmm. So they want it to taste good. Of course we all do. So trying to, to teach the, again, that give and take of, um, how much intake of sodium, salt, things like that. A lot of times, too, um, appetites change. They don't want to eat as much. And that's hard because um, if they're coming to a group fitness class or something like that and they're exerting this energy and then they're like, yeah, well, I don't really eat. I didn't eat before I came here. And then you get worried about that. And Mm. when do you eat? Well, I usually eat one time at night. Something like that. It's amazing. You really have to teach them that they have to eat certain times of de- the day and certain meals um, and intake certain types of food in order to sustain their energy. But they're coming to classes and lifting weights and um, trying to get stronger. Well, they can't do that. And we have to teach them they can't do that without proper nutrition. Um, so I think that's the hardest.
0: Yeah, and that's something I didn't really think about is the eating Frequencies and eating habits, not only what they're putting into their bodies, right. but the frequency that they eat and how much portion size. What have you seen out there that maybe someone out there who's either taking care of their relatives, parents, or works in healthcare? What kind of portion size and frequency patterns do you see? Mm. with our seniors
1: um portion sizes almost become half even though when i say half it's not like when we go to a restaurant now and you say i'd like to save half my meal that's still a huge portion that's a whole portion so take a half of that half and they Mm. will eat some of that and then they'll say oh i'll save the rest for dinner or i'll save it for lunch tomorrow i may not have dinner tonight um so it's it's not a lot of, uh, intake. And of course, when you look at some residents or some, uh, seniors, you think, well, they're not exerting a lot of energy. That's actually okay. They are taking in maybe the proper foods. So they're getting their proteins, their veggies, their fruits, their carbs, everything on their plate, but, um, they're not exerting a lot of energy. You don't see maybe this person doing a lot of classes or even walking for that matter. So, That might be the right portion for them. And then you have the person who um, goes to three classes a day and walks at 4.30 a.m. and might go for a swim later at night, and they're eating that amount when they don't have any protein on their plate or something like that. It gets a little worrisome, and then that's where you're trying to, like, give them that knowledge so they understand that it's not just not just because you're wanting them to eat, (laughs) Um, because a lot of people think, oh, you want me to eat because I need to keep my weight. Not necessarily, it's Mm. that too, but um, energy and want you to build your muscle and Mm. you can't do that and it's very hard to teach. I think the biggest thing I've um, come across is teaching the protein intake and how it builds that muscle when they're trying to build muscle and gain strength. So they don't understand that correlation and they don't really like protein.
0: (laughs) Which is surprising. (laughs) Um, And and that would be, that's something Mm -hmm. that I was curious about is what, how, how knowledgeable do, do you find your experiences with these seniors? How knowledgeable are they about what they're actually putting into their body? Um, you know do do we read labels uh do we i know mm. you know a lot of seniors that i know mostly relatives don't look at the labels right. on what is <laughs> in a can of soup or no. what's in er- everything you <laughs> right. know do do we do you find that that is something that they've been aware of that they do or mm. you know
1: i would say most don't read labels um they don't know exactly what they are consuming um except for what is literally sitting in front of them on a plate but um, the ones that might know the most are diabetics they read those labels because they're looking for certain things I've noticed that they really um, take the time doesn't mean they're eating the right things all the time as I see that but they do know what they are consuming (laughs) Um, the sugars and things like that that are in the foods that they're eating so Mm -hmm. um, yeah but food labels aren't Top priority. <laughs> it's not really a thing. No. Um,
0: and I can understand that. I don't think that, you know, food labels were something that came along mm-hmm. and only maybe within the past 20 years right. or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. have really been focused on. Mm-hmm, I mean, yeah. you can go to McDonald's now and now they have to <laughs> list how many calories are in a Happy Meal. Unfortunately, you know? And that yes. is brand new <laughs> Yes, when it comes to nutrition. Um, what about just does the body need, at that age at the baby boomer generation, and more specifically the older generation mm. there, what kind of nutrients does the body need? Do they need proteins? Do they need uh, as many carbs? You know, what kind of breakdown does the body actually need? And of course, everybody's different. This right. isn't gonna be for everybody. But in, in, in general, from your experience, what do you see?
1: It's still that well-rounded, you know, looking at the plate and filling it with a little bit of everything. Um, like I said, I think protein is probably the biggest one that falls short. Um, they'll eat, you know, their rice and their vegetable, and not for some reason it's who wants the piece of fish or the piece of chicken, or it's harder to di- it's harder to digest, it's harder to chew up and swallow. These things become much more difficult to eat. And then if you take the seasonings that we like to put on them, which is usually the salt and things like that, then you're taking away the flavor if you're not allowed to put that on there. So um, yeah, the protein seems to go the fastest. And that's Mm. probably, I think, where diets are lacking the most.
0: Mm -hmm. And what ways do you kind of try to counteract this attitude about the food? And how would you approach when you do your lectures and you do your talks to this age group, what advice do you give them to help them at least understand that this kind of nutrition is still important? It's important to have a balanced plate. Like you said, what tactics do you use to kind of get them on board?
1: Right. Um, Basically putting the knowledge out there as to why they need each of those different types of food um, yes, a lot of them have um let's say uh, what's the word I'm looking for reactions or um what's the word I'm looking for but they the if they eat that food and it doesn't settle with them, they have to continue to sometimes eat these foods to to get their system to get used to it because now they're not used to eating that. They're used mm-hmm. to maybe having an insurer for breakfast and then a half a sandwich with, you know, cheese, mayo, and bread for lunch, and and then maybe something for dinner, if that. And then they actually start consuming nutrient-rich foods, and their body is going to go, oh. And for a senior, that is not the most fun. Now I have to go to the bathroom more. Mm-hmm. Now there's other things that mm-hmm. I'm dealing with. Um, mm-hmm. Again, going to the actual just chewing and swallowing of food is sometimes difficult. Mm-hmm. But learning there are different ways to get different nutrients whether again it's protein whether it's your veggie and they don't you know they don't want to steam it they like eating it hard so then it's you know well now you we have to cut it up really small whatever mm. it is sometimes you just like i said you have to take that time and do that research for each individual person because it's going to be different for every single person mm.
0: It's very very uniquely tailored to each person's uh, metabolism mm-hmm. what shape their body's in what kind of reactions they have to foods, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. All I'm right. guessing. Um, and if you if you're at home and you do this with either your parents, your parents are older, or your relatives, you're taking care of an aunt or an uncle, uh, you probably are more uh, knowledgeable about what works What's and there, what doesn't. Yes, as yeah. opposed to working in a, a professional situation where you're dealing with a lot of seniors. Mm-hmm. You'd have to learn right. each one, or, or at least put in more effort into learning what what works for other people right. for, for them.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, well, yeah, that's that would be, again, a, a pretty challenging. I know the generation uh, above us, the, the boomers, are different, and they were raised differently when it comes to mm-hmm. food and nutrition. Right and they just have a different idea about it possibly Mm -hmm. and then you know the whole meat and potatoes thing was very common back then yeah (laughs) do you see that kind of mentality where you know they're still really in that meat and potatoes uh or what about what about fruits and veggies do you do you see a lot of resistance (laughs) to fruits and veggies or or is it you know something that works
1: for them i think it works for them um veggies more so I think they kind of make that a staple on their plate but um fruits yeah I don't really see a lot when they're eating it they might add some to their breakfast oatmeal or something but there's really not a lot or they'll get it in their fruit juice which isn't always the best place to get it um yeah again those those effects that come from eating certain foods and a lot of the fibers that are in a lot of fruits you know then they tend to steer away from that so it becomes a whole vicious cycle where we're trying to teach them that they're not there are different types of foods that you can eat in the whole let's say fruit um, realm that can still not have those side effects that they don't like, but still have the benefits the of what they need to get. Right. Yeah.
0: And that's kind of more of an educational side where right. you have to take that stance <laughs> and try to educate them. Exactly. That not don't eat this, eat that. <laughs> eat that. <laughs> right. Yes. And you get the same value out of it. Right. <laughs> Um, Yeah, I can see that for sure. Well, we could definitely go on about this and maybe we'll do Mm -hmm. another podcast again Mm -hmm. about nutrition and health um, for our seniors. But is there any closing statements or closing advice that you would Mm -hmm. want to give someone who is looking to improve the diet of someone they're either taking care of? Or if you're a senior yourself and you're listening to this, what advice or what tips do you have Mm -hmm. to give to someone in these situations?
1: I would say probably it started with the whole well-rounded, just kind of, which is what we kind of grow up with, but it's very easy to go off of that track, you know. Make sure you have that protein, the carb, the fruit, and the veggie, all of it. Like really trying to get all of that and all of that throughout your day. Um, Not just, I had that on Monday, so on Tuesday I don't really need to have that. No, trying to get that every single day um, into their diets is probably the biggest info and and giving of course if you are a caregiver you're watching and helping take care of someone and preparing meals for them for that matter then really making sure you prepare that and put it on the plate Um, taking the time to do the work of researching and seeing what's best for someone you know their dietary needs, then really delving into that and giving them what's best for them, and then just giving that knowledge. Of course, if it's a resident or person that's coming to a class, if you're an instructor or you're out in the healthcare world, um, giving them that that same adage of you just need to. To have a plate full of a little bit of everything not overdoing it not underdoing it make sure you have a little bit of everything in every single color on your plate mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah and it, it sounds like having the knowledge of who you're feeding or yes. what you're putting in your own body if you are of the senior generation just having the knowledge of background knowledge of what will work for them what doesn't and how you can make it useful for them right. to eat certain foods right and knowing their medical history or at least knowing mm-hmm. what they're affected by
1: yes so
0: well i think that was great good episode mm, uh yes. thank you everybody for joining us on this podcast mm-hmm. again please check us out on spotify and apple podcasts as well as our website senior fitness with meredith.com and mm-hmm. meredith thanks for thank joining us you. today
1: thank you so much everyone